Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. New, 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 everything new, 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 everything new. New, 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 everything new, 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 everything new. I'm ready to go, ready for more. I'm ready for new, like a straight out the store. You already know. I'm ready to flow. I'm ready to move the whole. I'm in Papa's new bag and it's still got the dirt So you know that it's new New
The rain is coming later on tonight, but that's all right. I want to welcome our new listeners, and I want to welcome back our regular, normal listeners all across the United States, Canada, China, Russia, Pakistan, and India. We love you guys. Keep tuning in. And right now, we've come to lift up his name. Oh, yes, we have. Okay. Work hard, pray hard, study well, do your work, make us proud, God first, follow through, get it done. Work hard, pray hard, study well, do your work, make us proud, God first, follow through, get it done. Everybody clap your hands, everybody do your dance, everybody go for it. Everybody clap your hands, everybody do your dance, everybody go for it. Everybody clap your hands, everybody do your dance, everybody go for it. Everybody clap your hands, everybody do your dance.
phases I'm used to Finding comfort in the zones of classic bones I get loose to I'm out in this fontaine Spinning and monsoon and grinning this high octane Explosive how I came Rolling down the hills of life's a hassle Encircled by my folly like a boat around the castle Stay afloat, catch a second wind Then is the air I breathe Teary-eyed nose running, wipe the snout on my sleeve I'm calling on the savior to be all that I need Please forgive me, my behavior had me lost in life Praise you in the fire. 
Why is my boat sinking? Why is my life spinning out of control? In the Bible, just before the scriptures read earlier, our Lord had just finished teaching the parable of the sower to the multitude sitting by the shores of the Lake of Galilee. And in reading the Gospels of Matthew and Mark at this time in question, Jesus also taught eight other parables before he headed out to sea. In the scriptures, the Lord says to his disciples on the same day, evening was come, let us go to the other side. So they launched out upon the lake, but as they were sailing along, Jesus fell asleep. According to the Gospels, Jesus had been teaching the disciples and the crowds all day long. So naturally, he felt exhausted. After all, he is man. Uh, As he sat in the stern of the sailboat, taking in the fresh air and feeling the rocking motion of the boat upon the waves, I can see him in my sanctified imagination getting comfortable perhaps using a folded-up cell for a pillow and drifting off into a well-needed nap. And then suddenly a violent storm arose on the sea so that the boat was being covered by the waves. Mark 4.37 records, The waves were breaking over the boat so much that the boat was already filling up with water. The disciples were afraid. The wind was blowing like crazy. The water had already filled the boat. They were sinking and probably pretty quickly. This thing was completely out of their control. These experienced fishermen were at a loss of what to do. I'm sure you've been there when one moment things are great and the very next moment your life is just crazy. The passing of one day can change all of life. James says, boast not thyself about tomorrow, for you know not what a day may bring forth. One telephone call can change your sunny skies into a great storm. One visit to the doctor's office, and we can be in the midst of the winds of major illnesses. How suddenly the storms of life come as, as we sail upon life's sea. Being a Christian does not make you immune to the storms. The scripture says, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. That's from Matthew 5.45. When we look at the disciples in the story, notice what time they went to get Jesus. It was when times were really bad. It was when they had no place else to turn. Jesus just seems to be our last resort. Ever have one of those days, you know, when something goes wrong and you think at least it can't get any worse, but then it does get worse? What happens when that bad day seems to get stuck on repeat with no end in sight? I'm sure that the disciples thought at that time that there was no end in sight. Well, if you're a problem solver, you might start to formulate a plan only to see the next wave of trouble crush your plan. If you're relational, you might call upon your friends to ask advice that leads to nothing helpful. I'm sure that these very experienced fishermen tried everything that they knew of to get their boat under control. I'm sure they had plans of what to do if a storm suddenly arose. However, their plans did not work. Maybe as a last resort you pray, you, you finally go to Jesus. As our disciples did, what would be different in our lives if going to God was our first response? 
The scriptures in Mark 4.38 says that when the disciples did go to Jesus, they found him asleep. They began to say to him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? When we do go to Jesus, we tend to go to him in fear as opposed to in faith. You see, these men were afraid when they approached Jesus. In Matthew, this passage is recorded as, Lord, save us, we perish. The Lord awakes and asks a simple question, why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Why are you so afraid? He says, I'm here. I'm in your boat. Why did you come to me when the winds began to pick up? Why did you wait and come to me as your last resort? Did you have no faith that I could fix this to the wind? Peace, be still. And the winds immediately calmed themselves. Not only is this an amazing picture of the power Jesus has over nature, but it also shows his amazing grace and love for us. Most people notice that Jesus questioned the disciples' doubt and fear, but in spite of their fear, he still calmed the storm. This tells me that Jesus doesn't expect us to be perfect at all times, but he does expect us to call on him. He does expect us to go to him in the middle of our storms. Jesus uses those storms as teachable moments. He doesn't want us to call on him in fear. He wants us to call on him in faith. We must remember that we have nothing to fear when Jesus is in our boat. And I believe it is important that we go to Jesus as a first resort resort as opposed to the last. We have to remember that even though there are storms in life, Jesus wants to take us through in peace and bring us out more alive and more powerful than ever before. You see, when you face those storms, remember Jesus is in your boat. Call on him. Jesus never says to the disciples, why are you waking me up? He was saying, don't wake me up in fear. Call on Jesus, the Prince of Peace, and let him bring peace to the storms in your life. John 16 and 33 says, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Where is Jesus when you need him most? He is with you in the midst of the storm, and he is with you in the midst of the calm. Do you ever feel that your life is like that little boat in the storm, that you are being tossed around by the waves and the currents that seem so fierce? Where is Jesus? Why would he leave me to suffer like this? Maybe you've, been, you've even gotten mad at God like the disciples did shouting, don't you even care about me at all? The trials and struggles in our lives have a way of making us desperate, desperate for relief. We want Jesus to take it all away now. We want Jesus to calm the storm. But sometimes, like those disciples in the midst of their storm, we miss the comfort that was right there with all along. So often we forget what the disciples forgot. Jesus is in our boat. Jesus, the maker of heaven and earth, nothing is impossible to him. Nothing is too complicated for him. Nothing is out of his control. Instead, we simply need to curl up next to Jesus, cling to him, and ride out the storm. Is Jesus asleep in your boat? If so, go cling to him. It's the safest place you'll find. 
We can all be like that wise man who built his rock, his house on the rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and rocked that house, but it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on a rock. Jesus was in that boat. When Jesus gave orders to go over to the other side, he knew the storm was coming. He's omniscient. Even with the storm brewing, he decided to launch out to sea. The Lord did not promise that we would never see a storm in life. As a matter of fact, he has told us to expect trouble. Rather, he has promised that he will be with us in the storm. He will never leave his children alone in the midst of trouble. This not only reveals Jesus' true humanity, but also Jesus' deity, because only God can make the winds and the water obey. With one quick word from Christ, the storm stopped and the sea became calm. The apostles marveled at this powerful display of Jesus' supernatural ability over the elements. This can be a great comfort to the Christians in a storm. Faith in Christ is never misplaced. If he can calm the storms of the sea with one word, he can calm the storms of your life as well. We all experience storms, persecutions, financial troubles, illnesses, disappointments, loneliness, and Jesus does not always prevent them, but he has promised never to leave or forsake us. He will keep us calm in the storm. So I want to tell those of you who are trying to follow Christ, despite your personal failures and setbacks, Despite the trials and suffering which are at times relentless, Jesus is in your boat. When you feel as though you just want to give up, you want to just quit, remember that Jesus is in your boat. When you're feeling broke, you have no money, you're barely making ends meet, remember Jesus is in your boat. Do you feel let down or abandoned by someone you trusted and loved? Remember, Jesus is in your boat. Are you feeling mentally or physically attacked by the enemy? Remember, Jesus is in your boat. Do you feel as though the world is crashing around you, life is getting extremely busy, and you have so much to do, you're feeling overwhelmed? Remember, Jesus is in your boat. Has your debt increased? Have you lost your job? Just remember, you're not alone. Jesus is in your boat. Are you having trouble with your spouse? Jesus is in your boat. Are your children acting out? Jesus is in your boat. Are you feeling sad and lonely? Jesus is in your boat. I come to tell you that the reason the disciples panicked was because they took their eyes off of the prize, Jesus, and began to focus on the waves breaking over the boat. We too often begin to focus on the problems, which at times seem as though they will totally sink us. We forget that Jesus is in our boat. Is Jesus in your boat today? Is he in your heart? Is he in your life? There is peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. This peace is not a feeling, but a state of peace. During a storm, this peace is the peace that surpasses all understanding. Are you ready for this peace? Are you ready to allow Jesus into your boat? Scripture says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I invite you to invite Jesus into your heart. 
Why don't you let him into your boat? Thank you. I gotta have you, I gotta have you, I gotta have you, I gotta have you, oh Lord, I gotta have you. I gotta have you, I gotta have you, I gotta have you, I gotta have you, oh Lord, yeah, gotta have you. You make me as happy as I can be, your love is a You know, I want to give a shout-out to my girlfriend, Adrian. Adrian, thanks for tuning in on today and all the regular listeners. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Melvin, we've got Queenie on the line, I've got Brenda on the line, I see that there's Keith on the line, there is, uh, let's see, oh, Christina. Hey, girl, good to see you guys. Appreciate you coming out and tuning in, but let's keep on going because I know that I want my eyes open for the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart I want to see you I want to see you To see you high and lifted up Shining in the light of your glory Lord, pour out your power and love As we sing holy, holy, holy Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see Shining in the light of your glory Lord, pour out your power and love As we sing holy, holy, Everything I need, yeah. Life and meaning, no 
you the man up Even when I'm weak on the tender Just trying to keep my head up Lord knows that I'm fed up When it looks like I am finished No way I can win this That's when you step in it You take off the limit You've answered my call before
Amen. And Jesus answered him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You have won the victory. Lift up your voice and say now. You have won it all for me.
This will conclude the Love Gospel Hour for this week. I hope you enjoy the Word of God and the gospel music. And I hope you will tune in on next week as well as invite your family and friends. As I always say, if you don't know the Lord today, get to know him. And if you already know him, get to know him better. And um, it's a beautiful day. Share the love of Jesus and share the love that's in your heart with someone you know, whether it's your loved ones, your family, your friends, or if it's your neighbors, or if there's a stranger you meet at the grocery store later on tonight, share the love of Jesus with them. So I love you with the love of the Lord, and God bless you, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Peace be with you. Until next week, talk to you later. God bless.